0: We love spending this time with you. Thank you for listening. If you would like to take your listening experience to the next level, did you know there's a way to do that, Jabo? I do. Yep, you know how you do it. You go to thetjshow.com, you sign up for the TJ Show newsletter, and you get cool things dropped right into your inbox, like the TJ Show's 10 shares. We pick 10 different things, everyone on the team does it, that we think you're going to love. It's not just about our show. This no. is about like stuff, music we're listening to, whatever it may be. Life stuff. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole lot more in there. Sign up at thetjshow.com. This is the TJ Show. Can you please help me decide, is this art or not? Okay, what's going on? I'm very frustrated by this. So I was visiting a hotel in Boston, love Boston, and there's a painting on the wall, but it's the weirdest painting I've ever seen. It looks like a portrait, but you could only see about a third or maybe less of the top of the fully framed portrait. The rest of it is just black paint. Okay. I couldn't help but stare at this thing and be frustrated by it. It looked like it was a painting, but I I didn't know, like, did they just paint the top third of it? Like, what is the story? Well, I looked it up. It turns out this painting, in November of 2014, an artist named Oliver Jeffers started dipping his paintings into a big vat of paint It's called the Dipped Painting Project. So listen to this. This guy, he paints a portrait alone in his studio. He keeps each one veiled. Prior to dipping, he never photographs any of his paintings. He does the dipping of the portrait, like literally takes the finished portrait that he just worked on, dips it in a vat of paint. Only 25 people get to see the full portrait before it's obstructed by being dipped into the paint. And I'm looking at this thing thinking... So this guy paints this whole portrait, dips about 70% of his work in a vat of paint, and you never get to see the full thing. It's destroyed.
1: That's (laughs) why it bothers you, I think. It's (laughs) because it leaves you wanting more. Like, what was
0: it? It's really interesting. This guy, Oliver, says he got the idea when he was listening to his father-in-law talk about cleaning an old door. One of the techniques that's used is you dip the door in a vat of acid. And so rather than actually destroying the art in acid, Oliver decided to dip the fully painted portraits into vats of enamel paints. And it's a process now that permanently hides parts of the portrait's
2: feature, like a large part of mm. the portrait you're only seeing about 30 percent of it you know how you say i waste a lot of time watching tv and movies yes can you give me a break this <laughs> is a tremendous waste of time actually this is still art Kenny. well it's a way you're not even seeing the art I he saw
0: it it's so frustrating and so the first painting you'd think who would want these paintings well obviously this boston hotel somehow got a hold of one the first painting got picked up by the brooklyn museum In New York City, when people saw it, they would ask, did you really paint the whole thing? And the artist would say, yeah, I just forgot to take a photograph of it. And I think because I feel so frustrated and it makes me feel something, it is considered art.
1: Art is meant to make you feel and think and
0: all these things, and it's doing that to you, so it's art. Right. I don't know that I've ever felt so annoyed by a piece of art, (laughs) quote, art, just by that which is also frustrating it has to be considered art
1: just say it tj you wish you were one of those 25 people that got to see the entire painting before he dipped it yeah i am curious just become to friends know. with him
0: yeah, like
2: dude take a picture put it on instagram <laughs> like just you spend hours making this portrait yes kenny now he wishes he came up with this idea cuz anybody could do it and you know if there's no photographic proof then how do you know that he actually painted the whole thing you have to take the 25 people at their word i guess i know are you frustrated hearing this I'm frustrated, but, I mean, it's art. We're talking about it, right? Right.
1: Do you remember back in 2018 when that painting got shredded at an auction? Banksy, he was the artist, and there was one of his paintings going for about $1.4 million. After the person purchased it, the painting started to shred in its actual frame. Like, there was a shredder placed into the frame, and the painting started to shred. The person took it home, kept it, decided to keep the purchase, Brought it back to the same auction in 2021, and that same now destroyed painting went for 23 million dollars.
0: Oh, see, frustrating. It's but still considered art. All these other stories start flooding in, and I'm I'm just looking through this. This is called Number Five by Jackson Pollock. It literally looks like somebody scribbled and dripped a bunch of paint onto a canvas. 140 million dollars is what it sold for in 2006. I'm like, well, how can we start doing that? Like, are we allowed to do that? It's something your three-year-old daughter, Noah, can probably do, and you can sell it. Take a look at this. You've been over our house for dinner. Oh, yeah. Scribbles. You've seen our table. Our kitchen table has yeah. a lot of uh, drips of paint on it. Right. Can I sell that? Like, Yeah, you probably could. Any takers for $1 million? I mean, I'll start there. <laughs> start a little lower <laughs> and work it, work it up. This one worked for $140 million. I mean, it's wild. What can I call the table? Kitchen Table by TJ
1: very simple I was thinking maybe like sit and create kind of thing ooh sit and create
0: yeah oh no no I'm gonna have to give you a percentage why did you say that
2: (laughs) I could have thought of that yes producer Kenny I took an art history class in college Jackson Pollock would take the back end of the paintbrush and then just fling it at the canvas that's how he made that painting yeah
3: well,
0: why does he get to do that? And we can't do that. We could do it. I, I said, you know, it seems like making millions of dollars is way easier. All of us, you know, we're working so hard every day. Mm. We're going to our jobs and school. Who needs it? Use the back of a paintbrush.
2: <laughs> yes. You know what I'm seeing on Instagram, which seems pretty easy. People just take globs of paint, different colors, put it at the top of the canvas, and then they hold it up. And then it just drips down and then they rotate it this way. They rotate it that way. And then it's just a steaming mess of different colors that just naturally fall because of gravity. It's art. And so there's there's an Instagram
0: video I just saw. There's a woman who paints a full painting and it's beautiful. I mean, gorgeous horse is what I saw. And she takes a bunch of cans of paint and then just throws the paint in slow motion and destroys the painting. But I'm like... What is this? Is this an Instagram video or is it a painting? But people are buying her work. I've seen the same thing, TJ,
1: but that person will take the paint and create a new art piece on top of the piece they just created. See,
0: now that's cool. It's like art and art. (laughs) But I need to know how to draw something if I'm going to do that. That's what's so frustrating.
4: Yes, Camera Guy Josh. I saw an episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee by Jerry Seinfeld. Love that show. He went to Jim Carrey's art studio. Oh, yeah. And Jim Carrey just filled a gallon of paint, tied it to a string to the ceiling, and started swinging it so that paint would spill out onto a canvas, and that was his art. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, listen,
0: Jim Carrey, though, is a brilliant artist. I mean, have you seen some of his work? No. not That's all I've seen is just that. I've never seen any of his work. He's probably going to be one of these artists that people are talking about in 100 years.
2: Like, oh, yeah, and he was an actor too. Too. He's so good. Yes, Kenny. Yeah, I like the one where he bends over and talks with his butt. That's beautiful. That art. was Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> yeah, that's art. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Then
0: that is a form of art. But I'm talking about as a painter. So, what's stopping any of us from picking up a paintbrush and doing some cool stuff that no one's done before? I mean, that guy who taped the banana to the wall—that's sold for a hundred twenty thousand dollars. I'm still shaking my head about that. It's <laughs> wild, but an inspiring conversation. So, it must be something. I don't know. Would you do this in a public bathroom? What are you talking about, TJ? This is, I think this is risky behavior. I got to talk to my friend, camera guy Josh here. Oh, what'd he do? So, Josh, you were in a bathroom yesterday, Mm -hmm. and it was a bathroom with a bunch of stalls. Mm -hmm. Tell us what happened. Two stalls over from where I was, I
4: heard a phone playing. Like, their speaker was turned up way loud. But it wasn't just any video. It was like a really sensitive topic, like, really divisive stuff coming out of the speaker. Mm. And I was like, what is going on? That guy is brave. (laughs) Like, I was just so impressed by it. Is this, like, political talk? Yeah, it was. It was politically charged, just, like, really one
0: side. And, like, I was like, wow, this is crazy. This guy is just so bold. Yeah, and people who are just watching in a public bathroom like that, that's bold enough. Right. I always am shocked by that. Like, right. First of all, how do you have enough time to sit down and watch a show while you're on the while you're on the toilet like that? You'd think you'd save that for a different time. And also, I try to be as quiet as possible on the toilet if I have to use a public restroom, which I hate doing. So there is a different level of bravery there.
1: I've watched videos in public bathrooms on the toilet, but as soon as somebody walks in, that's if there's nobody in, in the in right. the bathroom, of course. No, I get that. But if somebody walks in, I'm going to pause them and
0: turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Right. Don't, right. Don't find me. Don't find me. Yeah, because you're very vulnerable right. in that position. Yes, producer Heather.
1: I use the sound of the video to block out any noises that may be coming
2: from my stall if you get my drift. Oh, oh. to block out your
1: sound. That's <laughs> a
0: different technique. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. interesting. So you hear this politically charged show, whatever he's watching. He doesn't turn it off. You're in the other stall. Right. And while I'm being impressed, I start to hear what I believe to be
4: snoring. From the same stall. Get out of here. I think he was watching this video and he fell asleep. And that's why he didn't turn it
0: down or stop it. That's my theory. <laughs> well, a lot of political discussions will do that to you, by the way. Right. right. In, in this world. But so the, so you hear this guy snoring... And you make a move that I'm quite shocked by, mm-hmm. to be totally honest. And I'm concerned for your safety in life. Hmm. What do you do? Well, I didn't know for sure if it was snoring
4: or not, so I thought I would try to find out. So I kicked the stall. <laughs> Wait, wait. To wake him up. (laughs) This man, what? And he woke up and turned the sound off. Oh, so he wasn't as brave as you thought. He was asleep. No,
0: he had just fallen asleep. (laughs) So this dude is watching some political show and has the volume turned way up and he falls asleep. It's an unbelievably embarrassing situation to be in.
1: But in a public bathroom, that's yeah. really what it mm-hmm. comes down
0: to. But Josh, for you to get involved in a public bathroom, I don't know. I question your judgment there. Really? I don't think this is all that risque. I
1: mean, did you interact with him after the, when you guys walked out of the stall?
4: No, no. He stayed in the stall. <laughs> oh, he was embarrassed. No. He was like, I don't no know way. what he looks like. No. <laughs> no way. I got out of there quick, too, after I kicked the stall. I made sure to wash my hands first.
1: Oh, that's smart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, people are weird, right? Have yeah. you we noticed this? Have we noticed this trend that the people we're surrounded by are strange? And uh, and we're one of them. We're, one, we of are, these people we're who, one of those people. We've got our strange things too. That's but right. Josh, you know, I guess there's also this danger that you're, if you're sleeping, the next phase is if you get extra comfortable, which I don't know how you can get that comfortable, <laughs> you, you pass out and hit your head on the hard bathroom oh. floor. So maybe you saved someone. I might have. Yeah. All right, let's hear it for brave camera guy Josh. Thank you. All right, I've changed my tune. Brave man right there who cares about his fellow man. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time?
1: Oh, yes, every day.
0: All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. (laughs) Well... It's important that if we're going to have extra time, we've got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom. A therapist is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it, if you've ever even considered it. Go to betterhelp.com TJ. You fill out a questionnaire, you get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, TJ. Listen, we get it. You're busy. You got work to do. Kids to take
3: care of, got to get to the gym at some point. And make sure you're drinking enough water and figuring out what's for dinner is a whole nother project. Yeah, point is, you're busy. You don't have
4: time for 10 minutes of commercials or scripted dating segments on your morning commute.
3: That's why we created The Morning Show Podcast. I'm Carla Marie. My name is Anthony, and The Morning Show Podcast
4: is a daily podcast aimed at keeping you informed and entertained in under 25 minutes.
3: We kick off every show with The Core Four. It's the four biggest news stories that you should probably be aware of. And then we continue on with music games, pop culture news. And
4: of course, what's trending, the thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Yeah, it's my favorite. You can get The Morning Show podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your shows.
0: This is The TJ Show and my, how the holidays ring in so many little bits of drama all over the place. Mm -hmm. I think a little bit started oozing out into a conversation that I was having with my wife yesterday. I get home. I'm so excited to see her. And what's the first thing she brings up? Our producer, Kenny. She says, do you think Kenny's upset with me? And I was like, now why would you think Kenny's upset with you? And she felt like maybe she was a little too judgmental yesterday because Kenny talked about how both he and his girlfriend of eight months are going to their individual parents' houses, and they're not going to be together on the actual holiday, on Thanksgiving. And Jess?
3: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I say things to you at home, and you're like, let's bring it on the radio, and I don't know that it's, like, exactly the best thing for everyone.
0: I always feel like you might as well just get it out in the open. If you think you offended someone, you should talk to them about it. Is it true that I said to my wife, Jess, in the same amount of time— I want to spend the holidays wherever you are. And I I abandoned my own family and went to spend the time with Jess. All this came up yesterday, and I think Jess just wanted to make sure she didn't upset you.
2: No, I wasn't offended or upset. I mean, they were tough questions, but I thought just questions. The idea that perhaps (laughs) Allison and I didn't want to spend that time together is not true, and I tried my best to make that clear, and I hope I did a good job of it. And not to rehash this conversation, but if you do want to
0: be with her during the holidays, why don't you just make a decision, like I did, to abandon my own family? <laughs> do they? Does her family not want you there?
2: No, th- that's not the case at all. I do deal with some pressure from my family that wants me there with them, and Allison is very steeped in her traditions as well.
1: I do know that... For Thanksgiving, there happens to be a very important game after Thanksgiving. Do you football not- game? Is that what you're talking uh, about? Yeah, oh, football, yeah, yeah. A yeah football, football game. game. Yeah, yes, yes. Is one of the reasons why you're not going to be spending time with Allison for Thanksgiving is because you really want to go to that football
2: game? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's okay. That's fine. Just
2: say it. But, I mean <laughs> but fine. Allison would be more than welcome to come to the football game with me.
3: Okay. Honestly, what is right for you guys is what is right for you guys. And as long as you're both being completely honest, then that's great. And TJ saying, this is what I did, is not like the shining example. It's just what, what he did, and that's okay. And But what you guys are doing, it looks like you're just kicking the can down the road. Like, you're going to have to deal with this next year, and it's totally fine that you don't want to deal with it this year. And it sounds like you've got two families that it's going to be really hard to compromise on either side. So you're going to have to figure that out. And, you know, if hopefully you will stay together. You'll figure it out next year. And you probably, I don't blame you for not wanting to deal with this right now. And you both want to make your families happy.
2: And you both don't want the drama. Right. And, I mean, it almost, like, we were talking about this again last night, my girlfriend and I. It wasn't even a second thought For Allison, or really me, when it came to the holiday season, we both just assumed that we would do our own things with our own family. And then when we had the conversation, we were happy that we both had the same idea and that we were on the same page, and we communicated everything I thought effectively. So, Jess, he's not mad at you at all. Good. I'm I'm
3: really—I was— very concerned our relationship would be damaged what? no actually I was more concerned that he was annoyed at you TJ me what did
0: I do You know what well here... he probably is Jess but he's not here... mad at you <laughs> Wait, no. here's what I would like to do Kenny I would officially like to invite you to my family's Thanksgiving you are welcome to come you alone would you like to come and join us no I'm gonna be with my family now
1: <sighs> I'm upset because now I I'm didn't offended. get an invite yeah, I'm, I'm offended
0: I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended this is what happens this is what happens I got an interesting update when i got home yesterday my wife jess goes hey you know your daughter noah who's three years old had some fighting words for me oh, earlier in the day i was no. like what do you mean well, apparently noah threw a tantrum and started flinging out all these threats and saying that uh mama doesn't care about her at all and only dad dad does
1: no noah is usually like the sweetest one i know i was They're shocked. sweet by the way i'm just I, saying
0: i was totally shocked and I know that mama cares about her yeah, just as much as I do. But a uh, part of me was kind of like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. that's
1: right. You got and points. Dad <laughs> is there
0: for you. That's awesome. No, I didn't say that. But uh, I did do a post-tantrum interview with Noah to find out. Is this really true? Like, I almost just didn't believe it. Hey, Noah. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? I'll have to translate. What do I want to say? <laughs> yeah. So I heard you through a tantrum earlier today. And in the middle of the tantrum, you said that I'm the only one who cares about you.
2: Yes, I did.
0: <laughs> yes, she did.
1: She's <laughs> she the one she don't care? She
0: confirmed. You said that.
1: Mm-hmm. And the only one who takes care of me. And the only one who takes care of me.
0: No, I didn't even know you knew those words. I did. Yeah. I learned them by my out. She learned them by herself, Jabo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You learned them by yourself. Uh-huh. You knew how to say things that made Mama feel hurt?
3: Yet.
0: Do you realize now, though, that Mama and Dada care about you together?
3: Yes. Now, who takes care of you the most? <laughs> uh, Dada. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, I don't know how, I'm like, I'm scoring all these points. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> who takes care of you, like, literally every day, all day long? Oh, um, mama? Yes, that is the correct answer.
0: She's very sweet, but I didn't know she had this feisty side. What happens? Kids are so sweet and they get all feisty. I don't know. Maybe
1: she just woke up on the wrong side of the bed.
0: I bet it's in some of the cookies that we're buying out at the stores. Can I go down the conspiracy <laughs> lane for a second? Don't do it. How does a perfectly well behaved, extra sweet child all of a sudden one day start flinging out insults like this? It's got to be the cookies, right?
1: Okay, Noah, tell Dada you adore him. And Mama, I'm only grown
0: up like that, not kid. <laughs> Did you know that only grown ups say I adore you, not kids? <laughs> not kid. <laughs> I didn't realize that.
2: But I can say I love you. Okay. okay. All
0: right, I love you too. So she loves me.
1: She does love you very much.
0: doesn't adore me, but she loves me.
1: It's the same for her, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is this is one of the complications of parenting. Sometimes your kids say really mean stuff to you,
1: and they're actively trying to hurt your feelings. I was just curious to know what your wife Jess was telling your daughter Noah to combat her in the moment, because it had to be hurtful. Oh, yeah,
0: no, no. But my wife is amazing. She is a warrior. Words just bounce off of her. she probably just laugh, like, are you kidding me right <laughs> now
1: as I'm making you lunch? Are you kidding me?
0: Well, it's also, there's something hilarious about this really small person saying threatening things to you like she's so little and what are you gonna do you're three and all of a sudden you think you can just be mean to a monster like four times your size (laughs) you're the worst moment ever it's like even your voice sounds hilarious you you can't possibly sound threatening you don't sound harmful at all you sound very sweet but it's interesting what this world does to people you know look at her she was three-year-old she was so wonderful and she's still wonderful I love when you do this, Producer Kenny. You walk up to random people, tap them on the shoulder, and ask them about Wednesday.
2: Mm -hmm. Can you give me a reason to be excited for Wednesday?
3: Uh, Happy Wednesday. Wednesday is the middle of the week where most people feel like either they're going to finish what they started or end it. Don't worry about tomorrow. Just live for today, which is Wednesday.
0: Man, I bet if we could start doing that, that would change our lives. Not living for tomorrow? Yeah, thinking about today. Like, we've got enough to deal with today. Yes. Let's get it right today, and then we'll do it again tomorrow if all goes well today. Tomorrow has its own worries. I got to go because somebody's waiting on me. Thank
3: you, man. I appreciate it.
2: Happy Wednesday.
3: Happy Wednesday. Wednesday. That's right. With a smile.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, he sounds like he's in a good mood. I want to listen to him. Do you have an encouraging or positive message for Wednesday to help people get through their Wednesday?
3: Um, (laughs) Just live. (laughs) Literally. um, YOLO.
2: Are you yoloing, Jabo I'm checking in with you. Oh, you only living once? Yeah. Nah. Kenny. Oh, of course. Yeah. Got to make the most of it, man. See, I think there's more.
1: Yeah, I think there's more too.
2: But we got to get this right.
1: Uh, uh... <laughs> right, just live. Yeah. F- other people. I mean, my bad.
0: But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now there's some advice that a lot of people are following these days.
5: That I do follow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I think we want to undo that forget the other people. I mean, just
5: don't care about opinions. Um, you're the only one who matters On at the end of the day. Be selfish.
2: Yeah, do you feel like that, Kenny? That I'm the only one that yeah. matters? No, I, I think other people matter. Who else matters? My girlfriend, my family, you guys, my friends. That's good. I believe that. Yeah, I'm J-bo? on that. I'm on with Kenny. Good, all right. We're all on the same page there. Give me a reason to be excited for Wednesday. Um, On Wednesday, you can cash out me. I'm a dollar sign. High- oh, Wow. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Happy Wednesday to you, buddy. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, okay. Was so that a
1: cash app? Cash app. Out?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty smart. If someone on the radio walks up to you and says, <laughs> yeah. How's your day going? Cash app me. <laughs> It'd be All better right. if you cash app me. I don't think we could put the,
2: the actual name. That's good that we beeped that. Yeah. Give me a reason to be excited for Wednesday.
4: You know, if Wednesday the pro- is the problem, it's going to end. <laughs> so you can make it through the day. And uh, hopefully there's something to look forward to afterward.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Very simple, but uh, (laughs) fair enough. The day is going to end at some point, and uh, hopefully we get tomorrow. That's right. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I look forward to Wednesdays because it's the day that my trash gets picked up. And a good day. I had a nice interaction with my trash man this morning. I'm like, How you doing, sir? He didn't look at me, but I'm going to keep working on that <laughs> it was relationship. Just nice for you. No, no. It was, I want to. I want to get to know because I'm very grateful that he picks up the trash, yeah. and I love our, our sanitation workers. They're wonderful. I just am trying to spark a relationship with them. You know, they force me to give them a tip every year around this time. You I've think,
1: never heard of that before. That's wild. to really? me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: This. It, it, I've always had uh, any time I've ever had uh, sanitation workers, they put a card on the top of your trash pail. The first time it happened, I thought, oh, that's so nice. They they gave me a holiday card. And then I realized, oh, I know what this is. They want me to leave money. And so, yeah, I leave money on the top of my trash can every single holiday season.
1: Like they're doing their job. Why do they want to tip?
0: I don't know. It's just become custom.
1: That is so wild.
0: Yes. What day do you leave the uh,
2: trash uh, <laughs> envelope? Uh, uh, Kenny. I, do, I wonder about
0: that. It, you know, do people, I, I don't know if you want to mess with uh, those guys. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even hint I'm at that. I'm just being silly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but a tip, come on. Next thing
0: you know, Kenny's not here tomorrow. <laughs> He's <laughs> missing. <laughs> yeah. This is the, the TJ <laughs> show. Happy Wednesday. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time?
1: Oh, yes. Every day.
0: All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it, if you've ever even considered it. Go to BetterHelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire, you get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash TJ.
5: I'm food journalist Mary Beth Albright, and I study how food affects emotions and how emotions affect our food choices. It's cutting edge science I brought to my readers at the Washington Post and National Geographic. And now it's coming to you every week in my new podcast, Eat. You'll feel better. All about how food affects emotions and how your emotions affect what you eat. Eat You'll Feel Better turns decades of research into one practical, actionable thing you can do every week to enhance your food-mood connection. I've dug deep into big questions like, does intergenerational trauma affect our food choices? Are ultra-processed foods affecting my emotions? And the seemingly small questions like, Why do holiday cookies just taste better? We'll hear from chefs and researchers and food developers and flavorists about the food mood connection. A new episode lands every Wednesday, the first one on November 15th, just in time for that food and mental health marathon known as the holidays. Eat. You'll feel better. Get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
0: This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening in the world
2: today? Well, it's official. The record for the largest collection of pencils is broken.
1: Bummer. I've been saving up my pencils, man. I was working on that. You too? Never yeah. never
2: knew that about you.
1: There's a lot you don't know about me, TJ. Yeah,
2: I'm a big pencil fan. I love them. He got nothing on Aaron Bartholomew of Iowa. He held a public counting event with the American Pencil Collectors Society. There's one of those? There is, and they submitted the evidence to the Guinness World Records. After thorough analysis, the Guinness Book got back to Aaron to let him know that the new record is his with 69,255 pencils.
0: At a certain point, your pencil collection becomes an inconvenience like how do you move that from one place to the other you
2: need a truck don't you probably
1: i mean he has quite a few of those pencil cases i'll tell you
2: that (laughs) right (laughs) he said he knew he had the record numbers wise but the counting of the pencils was the real challenge Mm -hmm. his pencil collection includes commemorative pencils dating back more than 100 years advertising pencils that's cool pencils Designed to dial rotary phones and sports pencils that had the team schedules. I actually have. I have a favorite
0: pencil. You it's really called a Blackwing, and they're like thirty something dollars for twelve of them.
1: You have really expensive taste.
0: Well, you try something that's that awesome, and you go, "Oh yeah, I kind of prefer this pencil over the normal ones."
1: Thirty bucks for a pencil, never. But
0: I very rarely use a pencil. I only use it when I'm studying the piano. I'll write it on the music sheets, and then if I mess something up, I can erase it.
1: So well, that, you have to save that kind of pencil. Yes, you don't right. want to wear it
2: out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 30 like, bucks. You're right, Jabo. You got to use it as little as possible. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Kenny, what else do you have? The government of the country of Nepal, home to Mount Everest, has announced that they have banned TikTok entirely. Really? So it's happening. They cited its negative effect on the nation's social harmony. Isn't it hurting our society, our world, more than helping it?
1: I don't know. I think it depends on how you look at it.
0: Well, there was that trick you discovered where the visor in your car pulls out to the right a little bit. That was on TikTok. So you got to give them credit where it's due.
1: Yeah, I do think that TikTok does expose you to other injustices that are happening around the world. And then maybe you didn't realize there was injustice in those parts of the country or that they were even considered injustices. And then you see that happening in your parts of the world. And now you're upset. And there's this... Unharmony or what was it? Uh, social it's affecting
2: un- the social harmony Yeah, then the it affects the social
1: harmony of the country. So I can see where it can play a role in that way, but either you're being enlightened
0: or it's going in well, the opposite direction. And, and there's a, a good thing that comes out of it. And then there's a question of how do you decipher what's true? How do you decipher what's propaganda, what isn't? It's yeah. a free-for-all. It's really the wild, wild, whatever you want
2: to call but it. But
1: look at our media. It's the same thing. How do you decipher what's true and what isn't true with our media?
2: Yeah, that's why we got to be looking for truth. Nepal's Minister of Communications is calling some of the content on TikTok propagandas, exactly as you mentioned, TJ. They went on to say there is continuous propaganda from TikTok that disturbs our family structure and social relations. To control this, it has been decided to shut down TikTok for the time being, adding that steps have already been taken to block the app.
0: It almost seems like the planet wasn't quite ready for this technological eruption. It happens so fast. It's like lighting a fire, you know? It starts little and it's mm-hmm. like, sure. how do you stop it? How do you put it out? And it's a wild time that we're watching and I don't know if we'll know the full impact of it for many, many years to I come. I do
1: think we as people cannot consume that much information being thrown at us. Yeah, Like for us to have access to all different parts of the world and what's going on, it's too much. We already have a lot to deal with in our own
2: communities. Kenny, what else do you have? Chuck E. Cheese has announced that it's doing away with their iconic animatronic characters in all of their locations nationwide, except for one. I
1: mean, they look like they're falling. Have you been to Chuck E. Cheese recently? No. They look like they're falling apart.
2: Yeah, they're just done with it. <laughs> yeah. They, they've been around for a long time. I was thinking that maybe it had something to do with the new movie Five Nights at Freddy's, which is based on the video game. But it's essentially, Freddy's is, is like a Chuck E. Cheese type restaurant mm. with these animatronic characters. But these characters wind up being the bad guys in the horror uh. film. But Chuck E. Cheese says that they're anticipating their 2027 50th anniversary, and the store is making changes and more advancements Up until that point. So getting rid of the animatronics is one step. The reason for the change, they want to focus on more modern renovations and offer multi-activity options for all ages, including an interactive dance floor, a giant video wall, more arcade games, and trampoline zones.
1: Well, hopefully it'll keep them in business longer because at one point they were thinking about shutting down a few years ago.
2: Yeah, and what's interesting to me is it looks like they might be trying to go the Dave and Buster's route and get more adults to come to Chuck E. Cheese oh. as well as these new renovations and advancements are intended for all ages. I've never been. Never, never ever? been to a Chuck E. Cheese. That yeah. was
1: a place like all my friends had parties at growing up. Yeah, yeah, it must have
0: been nice to get invited to parties. <laughs> <laughs> Jabo, you're so cool.
1: Whatever. I
0: used to go to a place. It was called Sports World. And they used to like have um, ski ball, and it was like an arcade. You could play laser tag there.
2: I imagine Chuck E. Cheese is that must something. Have been like really
1: that. expensive. We couldn't afford that growing up because we were poor. Oh. <laughs> oh, you see how I, I flipped that? <laughs> yeah, you I like n- that I now? Know.
2: <laughs> I know what you're talking about, TJ. Yeah, it was similar. Or okay. DZ Discovery Zone. Do you remember those commercials growing up? I as remember a kid? that let's go to the discovery just zone commercials. <laughs> for me though yeah all similar ideas we all had different childhoods didn't we yes
1: i'm just giving you a hard time Kenny.
2: what else do you have we're learning about an air atlanta iceland 747 flight destined for belgium from new york city that was forced to make an emergency landing because a horse in its cargo hold broke out of its stall Horse on a plane? Of course. They were transporting the horse from New York City to Belgium and he got out of his stall underneath the plane. You can hear the cockpit audio from the (laughs) pilot to ground control saying we're a cargo plane with a live animal a horse on board. The horse has broken out of its stall. Mm. Were they able to rein it in? No. They couldn't do it in mid-air so they were forced to turn around. They didn't get very far but they did get pretty high up in the air and they had to dump 20 tons of fuel because they would have been too heavy to land Th- otherwise. So you are going to say that it dumped the horse. I was no, like, no way. No, 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 no. no I no, would have cried. They safely landed back at New York City's JFK Interna- at International Airport, and they called a vet to the scene to address the horse. But we don't really know too much about what was wrong with the horse or how the horse is doing right now.
0: The last thing you need is a horse to get frustrated on a plane and then it kicks a hole through the plane. It's <gasps> dangerous Is stuff. it strong enough to do that? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I would think so. Not through a plane. I don't know. Horse, Definitely a dent. You ever hang around a horse? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I got kicked off on one one time. Oof. I got—I uh, fed a horse a carrot one time. I think he bit me, but everyone said, no, it was just his lips. I'm like, man, those are pretty strong lips. <laughs> no, he bit you.
1: They're trying to try and play it
0: off. Yeah. 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 They, everyone makes excuses for their horses. I'm sure they're going to do the same thing for that horse. Yeah. Oh, it's not his fault. <laughs> well, it's not. You're putting a horse on a plane. What do you right. want to do? What he would you do if you were a, a
2: horse on a plane? Kenny, what else do you have? The state of Michigan has too many apples, TJ. Oh, what a great problem to have. <laughs> they had a record-breaking crop this year, and now they're dealing with a surplus. So how do you like them apples? That's interesting. I was
0: at a store, and I saw they were selling apples for 50 cents a pound, which is almost unheard of. And I was like, man, there must be a lot of apples this year. And look at that. Well, they are. There's a surplus. Yeah. Make some apple pie. Now I'm eating them one day at a time. I get through. I buy a bag of like 12 of them, and I just one day at a time. I have a hard time. Really? I love apples so much. I have a hard
1: time eating apples.
0: Well, you got to get the right ones. The Honeycrisp are without question the best apple. Almost deserves to be in a separate category of fruit. It's that good. Do you agree? Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, I like Honeycrisp apples. That sounds very low-key for me. Right, you don't care. I, I like Granny Smith. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as passionate about my apples as you guys. I some like of apple them, sauce. Yeah, some of them are chalky. <laughs> yeah, you do.
0: And I don't like the chalky apples. Those are the worst.
2: Yes, I have to tell you what's going on. What are they going to do with these apples? They're not going to give them to you, TJ. It's been announced that the U.S. Department of Agriculture will purchase $100 million worth of apples from Michigan farmers. $60 million will go towards fresh apples the other four. Forty million will go towards processed apples, and then the USDA will distribute them to food banks and school meal programs nationwide. That's fantastic. Yeah, amazing. Anytime we're not wasting food, that's a win. Kenny, what else do you have? Patrick Mahomes has admitted that he wears the same underwear for every NFL (sighs) game, and he's been doing this since his rookie season back in 2017.
1: Now, he's a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm a fan, and I'm slightly disappointed by that. Not surprised.
2: How is it working for the team? He's arguably the best quarterback in the NFL right oh. now and still pretty early In his career, he's going to give Tom Brady a run for his money as the greatest of all time. Since Mahomes has been the Chiefs quarterback, they've won two Super Bowls. He's been league MVP multiple times. So I'd say it's working pretty good, TJ. He doesn't wash his undies? He says he washes them sometimes. Every once in a while at least. Or quote, if we're on a hot streak, I can't wash them. I got to keep it rolling. I think there's a guy at my gym who does that same
0: thing and uh, he changes next to me sometimes oh yeah he might be using that same technique I'll ask him about it
1: sometimes the Chiefs are like on a 14-15 game winning streak I can't even imagine wearing underwear 15 games in a row
0: Mm -mm. Kenny thank you for keeping us somewhat informed that's what's happening